0: Now, very little surprises me on social media anymore. But still, it's not every day you get to watch a video of a snake getting a bubble bath. And that is exactly what I came across on my feed this past weekend. And I was tickled to discover that said snake and said bubbles were right here in Cape Town. Uh There is a really interesting story behind that video and uh, delighted to have with us on the line the man at the heart of it. Uh Tyron Ping is a herpetology specialist. He's usually based in Cape Town, although right now uh, we're talking to him in KwaZulu-Natal, where he's been up there uh, doing a speech. But Tyrone, this video was shot here in Cape Town, was it not? Good afternoon.
1: Hi, Pervis. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me sure. chat to you. It was, I removed the snake from an industrial building um, near Airport Industrial, out near the airport where yeah. the poor guy had become entangled on some packaging tape in this big warehouse in some of their sort of storage boxes. Yeah. So, fortunately, the the guys at the facility have a zero snake kill policy. So whenever okay. they get snakes in the building, because, you know, airport industrial, there's loads of empty plots. I mean, they get a lot of snakes coming through there. So okay. whenever they have a snake on site, they give me a call and I shoot over there. Um, I don't know if you saw some of the images, but I've got to wear a very cute pink safety vest when you go into the facility. <laughs> so um, ask the guys who are giving me a hard time in the local snake community. I've got this picture of this tiny cobra and I've got a bright pink safety vest, so <laughs> okay. I, I, th- I thought it was a good look, but yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a good look on the snake, I've got to say, Tyron. It's a very attractive, as you say, it's obviously a juvenile. You can see that it's still quite small in stature and, I mean, it put on its best feisty big snake performance, puffing up its hood and, you know, standing up and hissing and doing all the things you expect a cobra to do, but it must have been absolutely terrified. Uh, I mean, just to describe to listeners who haven't seen the video, which we have tweeted, by the way, at Cape Talk, Um, the snake was literally stuck wrapped up in the packaging tape which you can imagine holds boxes together and I mean Tyrone it wasn't just about getting it out of the warehouse environment it was potentially in danger of injury thankfully you got it before that happened though I believe
1: yeah I was really fortunate that the guys had noticed it was actually um, last Monday so they had noticed that just obviously the snake probably would have come through on the weekend you know when the workers and, and the factory was sort of on a on a go slow and yeah, the snake had obviously tried to climb in between the boxes, you know, looking for a little mouse or a little lizard or something like that. And it became entangled in the box. That was the easy part. You know, I just sort of cut the excess tape off the box and then I popped the little snake into my snake bucket where I then had to take it home. And that's when the difficult and the dangerous part comes in where you've got to obviously gently remove this, you know, it's that box tape. So it's high, it's really sticky. So you carefully have to remove the tape. But if you just pull the tape off the snake, the scales will actually come right off the snake. So you essentially rip the skin off the poor snake, which you can't do. So what we do is you go to the cupboard, get your best uh, olive oil or whatever oil you've got at home, and the oil actually cuts through the glue. So, of course, then what you have is a a snake covered with oil, which is not good for any animal. Then, of course, we get the sunlight soap. We prepare a nice lukewarm bubble bath. The snake goes in the bubble (laughs) bath, and we gently sort of uh, remove the last bits of glue residue and remove all the oil off the snake. So he's uh, ready to go back into the wild, which of course, like you said in the video, he's hooding up, he's putting on quite a show, which, which is actually a good sign. You know, Uh, sometimes when you do these rescues, the snakes are really lethargic. They've been, you know, stuck or trapped for several days and they're, they're really on their last legs, but this little guy was fortunate. So we're able to fix him up and he was, you know, back, back in the wild within sort of two days after his traumatic, traumatic uh, sort of incident.
0: You say, we pour oil, we do this, we do that. For the record, <laughs> it's it's you do this, Tyrone. We don't want any of our listeners attempting to do this at home because no, no, they we're, don't we're, know we're, how to they, handle one.
1: <laughs> yes, of course. It's always better to sort of get in touch with the trained professional. Uh, uh, when I say we, I use the term Lucia. You know, we've yeah. got a very small, tight knit community of sort of snake catchers and snake rescuers in the Cape. Um, yeah. a, dedig- a dedicated bunch of... Um, Men and women who sort of go out of their way to sort of rescue the animals that most people are quite happy to either sort of just kill or just sort of, you know, leave, leave alone. So it's a a really thankless, I won't say it's a job because no one, no one does it full time. It's just really a a sort of a public service.
0: How did you get involved in this, Tyrone? I mean, have you just been fascinated by snakes um, all your life or what led to it?
1: Pretty much. That's how it all started. I mean, growing up in KZN, you know, snakes and, and reptiles were never in short supply. You know, you could just go out the back 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 garden and, you know, yeah. there's a, a green snake in the tree or there's a frog, you know, sort of under the bush. So it's never been in short supply. So I think I just picked it up from a really young age. And as I got older, it got progressively worse. You know, I went from catching harmless little slug eaters and, and house snakes to, you know, Showing my my mom pictures of oh look I just caught a big black mamba so I mean <laughs> give my mom a hard time growing up but um, you know it's it's just part of it's part of the package deal you know.
0: Now, Tyron, before we ask you to tell us where we call you, if we need you, I have to ask whether you've ever considered offering your services as a snake consultant to Hollywood. Because anybody who was watching the movies this weekend, either on Netflix or on Mnet, who watched the film Bullet Train, will know that there was a key plot line around a missing boom slung, which then proceeded to wreak havoc on a train. And Tyron, um, I've seen boom slungs in my life, and most of them have been a beautiful, brilliant green. A couple of them have been a fairly dull brown. None of them have been cream colored with dark brown. On spots on them. Um that was clearly not a worm slung, neither does a worm slung cause people to bleed out within thirty seconds of a bite. Um, yeah, it, it was a terrible travesty to snakes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Often you know often on movie sets and, you know, when the guys are sort of going into using an animal on the plot line, they do reach out to people like myself. Yeah. And, you know, they say, you know, to try sort of fact check and, and do things sort of the correct way. So it's more believable. Um but in the case with this this film it was a complete they actually use a completely harmless. It's called a Taiwanese rat snake. Um, a Taiwanese
0: from, rat from snake, it. okay. Rat
1: snake, yeah, from from the east um, down in Asia. And you know, I saw a little a few of the clips where they've actually sort of added CGI onto the animals. You know, it opens up and it looks like it has these massive fangs, but the snake in itself the has here. no fang, it has no fangs at all. It's like the movie Anaconda, you know, or, or Snakes <laughs> on a Plane. You know, these big harmless snakes just have these massive fangs, which obviously only venomous snakes have. So it's a bit of a bit of a poor show. And then they wrap. The misinformation of the worm slang, you know, causing you to bleed after than 30 seconds when it can actually take, you know, several hours or, you know, several yeah. days to do.
0: But we don't have that uh, amount of time on the bullet train in set movies. No, of
1: course not. Everything moves at fast pace.
0: (laughs) Well, I think there is a career in there for someone like yourself. Tyrone, more seriously, um, once you're back in Cape Town and back in the business of rescuing snakes locally, if somebody does find one and wants to do the planet-friendly, snake-friendly thing and get it safely removed and released, how do they get hold of you?
1: Um, Yeah, usually guys will contact you know the local fire department or the local police station and they eventually sort of find us along the way but yeah anyone can contact me we've actually got a big network of guys across the cape you know so whether you're in the overberg or you're sort of down in camps bay there's always someone in the local area that we refer calls to you know it's pointless driving especially in the cape traffic you know if you're driving 30 kilometers it could take you an hour to get there so you always put the call on to you know whoever's in the closest area but um yeah, I've got uh, I've got my number. I've got a website. Anyone can sort of just look me up and then give me a ring. And if I can't help, we just send the troops and whoever's closest will sort of get there in no, next to no time.
0: Well, Tyrone, I'm so glad you were available to help this particular juvenile Cape Cobra. And thanks for making time to chat to us today, especially when you're out of town. Um, enjoy the rest of your time in KZN And uh, I hope we can get you into studio once you're back in Cape Town for a longer snake conversation at some point. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that would be great. Thank you so much for your time as well. And then, you know, when I'm back, I might even bring a guest in there with us to the studio and you can get up close and personal with one of the Cape Town local snakes.
0: I'm ready for it. Just bring me a shot of whiskey before I have to touch it again. <laughs> so, I'm kidding. Tyron, that would be wonderful. And I think we would get a lot of it, listener interest in a, a follow-up segment. So thank you in advance for that. Tyron Ping speaking to us there from KZN, although he is usually based here in Cape Town. And his website is ty. R-O-N-E, and then ping, uh, P-I-N-G, z We've tweeted the video of this particular snake rescue that you can see, and see this Cape Cobra enjoying its bubble bath, or not hugely enjoying its bubble bath, but a very necessary bubble bath to remove that glue residue. And whichever factory it was, I should have asked Tyron, but I'm glad to hear that there is such a thing as a factory that has a zero snake kill policy in place. That's good to know.